Welcome to the Electric Spirit Podcast, where we dive into all things metaphysical and fun. Here's your host, psychic medium, Jamie Lynn. Hi, welcome everybody. I hope all of my American friends had a wonderful Thanksgiving. It was a wonderful time for us to gather with family and friends and give thanks. And the holidays can be really special, but sometimes they can cause stress and anxiety for various reasons. And that's what I wanted to talk about on today's podcast, how to alleviate stress and anxiety, especially this time of year. You know, worry and anxiety can make a person feel powerless. We don't want the anxiety and stress to take control of us. So we must remember to stay present. And we often give control to stress and anxiety, but we really need to gain the control back and stay in our power. It's important even to tell yourself that you are in control and that you're able to handle the stress and anxiety you're facing or even feeling this time of year. I do have some mantras for you to say and you can write them down and you can even put them on a sticky note to keep with you in case you need them. And the first one I have is this feeling is only temporary and I feel safe and secure. The second one I have is my breath is here to support me and I will get through this. I inhale calm and I exhale tension. The third one I have is I will live in the present. This anxiety cannot control me. I can do this. The fourth one is I let go of all my stress and negativity from my head down to my toes. And this feeling is only temporary. The fifth mantra that I have is I will surrender to my higher self. And this moment will pass because my inner wisdom knows the way to peace and harmony. It is important and helpful to pick a mantra that resonates with you and that works for you. And I recommend that you recite it at least once per day. And mantras help to shift our focus. And when we focus on the positive, things tend to get better. Mantras help to rewire our brain and interrupt negative thinking. Mantras work over time. They're not going to work instantaneously, but at least they will help you in the beginning. But you have to keep saying them. They will help interrupt negative thinking patterns and calm our minds. Remember, you have power over your mind not outside events. And we hold the key to our happiness. Using affirmations and mantras are important, and they are even scientifically proven that when repeated regularly, the brain begins to kind of rewire itself. And your brain can rewrite patterns and behaviors to allow you to adapt to different experiences. The mantras will help your brain rewire negative thought patterns and beliefs. It will help you take control of your present and future. And it also reduces your stress and anxiety. Essential oils that assist with stress and anxiety are lavender essential oil has been around for over 2,500 years. The Romans and Greeks used it for many things such as bathing, cooking, and they even burned lavender twigs during the Black Plague as a room purifier. Its sedative effects help the nervous system to relax. It can be used as an antiseptic and a disinfectant. And it can also help with sleep and migraines or headaches in general. And it even helps with motion sickness. You can put lavender oil directly on your skin. And this is the same with tea tree oil. All other oils should be mixed with a carrier oil, such as sweet almond oil. The next oil that helps with stress and anxiety is chamomile oil, and it's known for its sedative properties. It also helps with stress and anxiety. There are two types of chamomile oil, Roman chamomile and German chamomile. Roman chamomile is native to the Middle East, parts of Europe, and Eastern Africa. German chamomile 
Nile is grown in Egypt, Eastern Europe, Asia, France, and Hungary. Egyptians used chamomile to treat fever, and they believed it was a gift from the Egyptian sun god, Ra. Chamomile oil is great for promoting sleep. It reduces anger and assists with depression. Rose essential oil also helps with stress and anxiety. It has been around since the Roman times. It helps to uplift people and therefore is a mood enhancer. It helps with headaches and mental fatigue. It also helps with anxiety, stress, and depression, and even nervous tension. It improves confidence and self-esteem. Roses are connected to love, and it's said to bring out love and romance in us. It's reported that Cleopatra used rose petals to carpet her room floor to win the heart of Mark Anthony. So you can dab these oils on your wrist or your temples. You can put them in a diffuser, and you can even add them to a bath or even make a salt scrub using these oils. And they should help with stress and anxiety. We have a special guest here today named Psychic Jereen Christine. We're going to talk about stress and anxiety. And I'm also going to interview Psychic Jereen Christine just about her background as a psychic. And I'm so excited to have her here. Uh, Jereen is a licensed psychotherapist and psychic reader and an intuitive coach. You can find her on her website at psychicjereenchristine.com. Jereen is also on Bob Olson's Best Psychic Directory for Instant Readings and on Instagram at Psychic Jereen Christine. And Jereen is spelled J-O-R-R-E-N-E. Hi, Jereen, and welcome. Uh, You're a third-generation psychic and a licensed psychotherapist. How did you get into psychic readings? Well, before I uh, get into that, I just want to say, hi, Jamie. Thank you for having me on. Oh, you're welcome. Just to start off, I've been been intuitive, and I really didn't know what that was since I was about eight, maybe young. And I feel that my intuition led me down this path, but you know, I had a lot of different intuitions growing up and I didn't know what that was. I remember my mother saying my, my grandmother was intuitive, but I really didn't quite know what that meant. But I know that I felt that my whole life. I've been a licensed psychotherapist for about 30 years and practicing individual and group psychotherapy in different um, facilities and also in, I was in private practice. But in between all that, I practiced like energy, healing. I had people that I worked with. I've worked with a lot of psychics. So in between that, I dabbled doing some psychic readings and such. But, you know, at that time I was more, you know, my career was as a psychotherapist. And so I did do intuitive stuff though too, even though as a therapist, you know, you're supposed to use your rational mind. But a lot of times mine went more to the intuitive trying to pick up in between what people were saying to me uh, and not I didn't do give a lot of advice giving um, so I just feel that my knowledge as a psychotherapist has given me a base for becoming more aware uh, of what I've had my whole life and so uh, when COVID hit I just kind of I don't know I had time to think and I thought you know I think I need to take this more to a spiritual level and I still have my license in psycho you know as a master's level social worker I still keep up my license uh, and my education focusing on spiritual side i've taken a lot of classes and i'm i meet with somebody uh a few times a month as a mentor with this whole spiritual psychic awareness so 
more on that aspect at this time. Yeah. You were working as a psychotherapist full time, but you just did psychic readings on the side. But now you kind of had a spiritual awakening. So you're kind of doing the psychic readings more full time, right? I, I mean, I, I knew I was intuitive and all of that, course. but I call myself a psychic. You know, I, but you're just taking it to another level right now. It sounds like. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking it, yeah, vibrationally on a, a, a different level. And I'm more in touch with spirit and like my angel guide, Archangel Michael, Gabriel, Raphael. I can feel that I'm more in touch with, with them. So that's where I channel my, when somebody asks me things, I channel through them. Oh, interesting. But I have to know that you're not always going to, spirit may not always have the answer there for you. So could be that. Spirit wants them to kind of figure out. That's what I think. I mean, I think we'll give them the answers as psychics, but sometimes there is times when they ask something and I say, well, I don't know, but I'm honest. I'll just say, I don't know. Nine times out of 10, I answer them. <laughs> you know, it's not uh, crickets, but uh, I was also thinking it would be interesting if you could do supervision for other psychics. And supervision is basically mentoring somebody. Is that right? Right. Trying to help enhance their psychic abilities and being able to to um, shift their mind over to the right side of their brain rather than, you know, like if they're answering a question, it would come from, maybe sometimes it would come from your rational side. Well, now you're not, you're kind of veering away from spirit. You want to go stay into the, um, just into the uh, area of what you're channeling through spirit and your angels, you know, and whoever your right. guides are. They have a name. I mean, you just kind of, you feel that they're there. Of and course. I, and the best thing to do is to meditate every day and call upon your spirits and your angel guides to come and be around you and surround you with their knowledge and energy to help you give a good reading. Sure. But along with doing that, I also feel that doing these readings, there's a lot of loose holes. It's a loosey-goosey field. Being a psychotherapist, it's a little bit more buttoned up. There's a little bit more regulations. But when you're doing the light worker stuff, it's a little bit more loosey-goosey. And I think even being a, doing supervision for other light workers or psychics would probably help them kind of dealing with people that maybe don't have boundaries, right? To right. kind of stay on track and set the boundaries. Right. Could you ex right. maybe explain that? Right. They've got the power. and They just have to realize that you're helping. You're planting a seed in them, and a seed takes a little while to grow. It needs water and that kind of stuff to grow. So, right, uh, they can't expect they can't expect that to pop up all of a sudden. That's not how plants. Of course know, that. Right. And I totally agree with you. But isn't it interesting how technology and that was one of the questions I was going to ask you. Uh, we we everything's instant nowadays. So they don't really want the seed to grow. They want the seed to turn into a beanstalk in 30 seconds, you know, so. Yeah, I don't think that I, I just don't think that you can provide or spirit or your channeling is going to be is going to provide these people all the answers that they want. Because of course. Something, they might want it. And if you're giving a different, you know, this isn't going to happen. You know, they may not like hearing that, but it's the reality. It's what, exactly. what you're being handled with giving them that, giving them that message. Right. And I feel that if things aren't changing, then they need to wait and let it manifest. But let's say they have all this stuff going on. And there's tons of changes. I feel like they could call and get maybe a little bit more advice, but to keep asking the same questions probably isn't healthy if nothing's happened. Well, it keep, prevents them from moving forward and maybe finding a, a different or better life 
than what they, if they keep after a certain thing and that's not happening, there might be something down the road that might be a better thing for them, but they're not able to see it because they're too focused on that one issue that they're, they keep talking about. How does your background as a licensed psychotherapist help you in your current line of work as a psychic? Oh, working as a psychotherapist, it's that I worked with people. And I learned how to, through supervision, through education, I learned how to work with people and how to um, connect because that's really what you're doing as a psychic. You're trying to connect with their energy. And that's what I did as a psychotherapist. You know, even with all that education, I'm still trying to connect with their energy. And so I have the knowledge base from that perspective, but I think as a psychic now, I'm aware that the spiritual aspect of providing people with messages from angel and spirit guides, my clinical background has helped me. Have you ever seen a spirit or a ghost, Doreen? Um, Yeah, after my father died, my mother was staying with me for a few weeks and um, her bedroom was adjacent to mine and I woke up out of a sound sleep. It was about four in the morning. I remember I looked at the clock, it was four in the morning and I I sat up in bed and I saw my mother walking towards the restroom and um, my dad was walking behind her and it was like black and white kind of, um, I don't know how to describe it. It's like watching a movie, like in black and white, but I knew that was my dad, but it was a little younger version but he's walking right behind my mother. I'm like an old boy. Wow, so you saw him with your your real physical eyes, not in your third eye. You actually saw this. No, I saw, I woke up out of a sound sleep, so it was with my actual eyes, yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Was he transparent or was he solid? He was kind of solid transparent. I don't know if that makes sense, but I mean, he wasn't like totally, totally solid, a little transparent, but more solid than transparent. Wow. Yeah. What other psychic experiences have you had? Well, I've, I've answered people. I've answered their question before they've asked the question. And they're like, I didn't even ask you that. I said, oh, okay. But they were going to ask it, right? It was something they were going to ask, but they just didn't have a chance to ask no. it and you answered it. I didn't think anything of it. We just kind of laughed. It's like, whoa, that was kind of weird. Well, yeah. well, you did tell me off the cuff that your um, strongest Claire is Claire audience. So you do have some Claire. You're you're hearing it in your mind. Right. You know, like almost telepathically. That's interesting. Any other spirit experiences maybe you had with your dad? All right. Um, being at my sister's house and my mom lived with her and then my, my husband was there and I was in the bathroom getting ready. I was blowing my hair dry and I heard this knock on the door like, you know, as my dad's knock from when I was a child. Anyway, I'm, and then in my head I went, I'll be right out, Dad. I'm thinking, what? So then I went out and I said to my husband and my sister and my mom, I said, did you just knock at the door? And they're like, no. They looked at me kind of weird. I said, well, I think I know who knocked at the door. It was Dad. Oh, anyway. because he had a special knock? He had a special knock and it was that knock and it's just like, what went through my head was my answer to him was, I'll be right out, Dad. How long was this after he passed? Probably a couple of years. Interesting. Yeah. You did mention after he passed away, which he passed away in a state away from you, so you are coming to see him, but unfortunately you told me off the cuff that he had passed away before you got there, unfortunately. But you did say that you sent him some flowers or brought some flowers. Tell the story about what happened to the flowers. I thought that was rather interesting. Yeah, I think I think he must have passed away in the middle of the night because we got there on Friday. And uh, when I got there, I said, I don't know if I knew he had died already, but or else I knew, I found out when I got, when we got there. But um, 
the flowers that we had sent them were they turned black and it was like that is strange you mean but they I, turned black after he passed I, yeah because my dad had already passed but i and i was talking to my sister i said i just wonder if that energy got sucked out of those flowers or something because it i don't know i mean there could be another explanation but that's what came to my mind is that his energy probably may have wanted to hang on until we got there, but he couldn't. So I, I'm just... Oh, interesting. Did you call the flower shop? I called the flower shop and they were like, what? They said, right. I've never but, heard of anything like that. I said, I've not ever seen anything like that. Oh my goodness. Wow. In this episode, we're talking about stress and anxiety. And do you think, Jory, that stress and anxiety is more common today? And if so, Why? Well, if you think about stress and anxiety today, everything's on the news. People are on social media. People, uh, if they don't like somebody, they're going to, um, you know, they say things about them right on social media. And have caught, I mean, you've heard about uh, younger people killing themselves because people are saying bad things about them or whatever. And I'm not right. making it here, but um, so, and also I think with COVID came around, what job losses and there's still inflation and people. Well, I yeah, the, think- let me stop you right there. Did you hear the inflation? And I don't want this podcast to be about political things or anything crazy, but um, inflation is the highest it's been in the United States in 30 years. Yeah. So you do have a point there. Yeah. Inflation. So it's hard. Right. And and the pressure of being on social media, um, it's just, you know, a lot of what you see on there isn't real. Right. So a lot of societal issues because everything's out in the open nowadays and so people get stressed out. So actually, I think right. it's good. I don't, I, I try not to watch the news and I don't have my head in the sand. I'll watch some news, but I don't want to watch too much of it because I don't want to get myself all caught up in that. Right. So I, I, I try to like to stay kind of calm. So I, especially doing this kind of work, I don't want to, I don't want to get involved in all that stuff. So. I try to keep myself centered, you know, like I oh, said, I try idea. to meditate every day for at least, sometimes I, me- I have the meditative music on for a couple hours. And when I'm doing readings, I have, I have uh, meditative music on and I'm, oh, nice. I'm not, yeah, I'm not doing anything else, but just kind of trying to keep myself centered so sure. I can get a good reading. Sure. What would, what advice would you give your clients if they are stressed or anxious? Well, if they're stressed or anxious, I would tell them to probably um, talk to somebody, have a social support network. You know, don't isolate yourself. Uh, get out of the house. If, if it's nice, go take a walk and just enjoy nature because nature can kind of bring you down to, um, it, it can help yourself feel more centered. Also, you're, you have to try to reframe your th- thoughts. If you have negative thoughts, try to turn it around. Instead of saying, I'm never going to get that job, you could say, I see myself getting that job, or this is what I can do to get that job. Or I already have the job. Yeah, That's I what already, they say. Right. Put that in your mind. Even if you don't have the job, in your mind, say, I already have this job. I have this job. I see myself working at this job. You know, it's like kind of, that's what like athletes and that do. They do that mind thing where they imagine themselves, if they're a golfer, uh, hitting a hole in one. There's something to oh, be wow. said about yeah. Yes, yeah. I agree. When you start having a negative thought, what you want to say, you send that negative thought to the light and put a positive thought in there. Say the negative thought, like you're talking about, I'm never going to get that job, is 
I'm working at that job now and um, and I'm doing a good job. Exactly. And do you do you recommend that your clients get grounded before a psychic reading? If so, how and why? Well, if they have a certain question they want to ask me, think about that question and then just maybe take a few deep breaths and center yourself around that question. And um, I don't know, maybe take a few deep breaths in and out. You could even light a candle for yourself even when you're having a reading or put some lavender on your temples and maybe under your nose, maybe on your forehead and just kind of take a few deep breaths and and then let the session go where it's going to go. Yeah, right. That sounds good. Good advice. And uh, what advice would you give people when they receive messages since we live in a fast-paced world and they want it to happen instantaneously? You mentioned something about a seed earlier when we were talking. Well, as a psychic, I mean, you can plant, you're channeling from spirit. So you, you may be planting a seed in them. And I think that they need to slow down and realize things in real life do not happen overnight or maybe not even in two weeks. You've got to get, t- get time for the universe <laughs> to work along with what you want. I so, agree. Uh, I guess you have to have patience. That would be a, a good word is to have patience. You know, just because somebody's a psychic doesn't mean they can tell you, well, you're going to be, you're going to get married tomorrow. I see it. (laughs) Or they have a magic wand, right? Yeah. Right. So they need to wait. You know, some people may differ with me, but I I just don't think that because I'm saying this and you think I'm a psychic that can tell you what's going to happen. If if I could, I'd get my lottery numbers and I'd probably be a billionaire. (laughs) Right, exactly. I mean, you can tell them what's going to happen, but sometimes you can't make it happen instantaneously. It just is what it is. You have to let things manifest. And then tomorrow could be a different day, and uh, you might react differently to somebody. So I, sure. you know, I don't. Things change every day. But and you know why that is because there's other energies around all of us, and and even the people that we're dealing with. Even with you, if I, I'm talking to you, who knows what experience you've had today, good or bad, or even what I've had today, good or bad. So you know, it, it kind of depends on uh, the energies these people are around as well. Right. Uh, you know, you told me an interesting story about a situation where you had a dream about something and somebody needed something. Can you tell me that story? I thought that was really interesting. Uh, yeah, I was um, meeting with my mentor and um, he was talking about he was going to be going to going someplace and all he needed was uh, he needed something more for his costume or whatever. I said, well, this is, is for 12- Halloween, right? Yeah. Okay. I said, is it 12 safety pins? He goes, oh, my God. Yes. I need 12 safety pins. I said, well, you know, I had a dream last night about something about 12 safety pins, and I had no clue what that meant. Because I know when I woke up, I thought, what was the deal with the 12 safety pins? Well, that was the deal, because I was meeting with him that next day, and then he told me about something he needed for his costume, and it just popped out of my mouth. 12 safety pins. That's interesting. Yeah, it was kind of, we both laughed. Well, we didn't really laugh just kind of shocking. It's like, what? Right. But besides offering psychic readings, you do um, intuitive life coaching kicks if they need maybe help with boundaries with clients and that sort of thing. Can you describe what? Well, it's just more of, um, well, one thing I used to um, talk to people about is, okay, just sit inside your body and ask, okay, how am I feeling today? What's going on inside of me? Okay. that, That would be a good way to start off, you know, even doing psychotherapy or even be a being a psychic okay and then helping people with boundaries would be um if something feels too pressured on you if you feel like somebody's 
calling you all the time and that kind of stuff, you've got to look at, okay, am I going past my boundaries and trying to uh, do something more for them rather than allowing them to do that for themselves? You know, setting boundaries with them, okay, um, our session goes from 10 to 10.30, don't run over with it. Before it's 10.30, when it's 10 minutes, say, okay, uh, our session is going to be ending in 10 minutes. Is there anything you'd like to say? anything more you'd like to say and then end that session at at 10 30 i mean if it's two minutes over it's not a big deal but you've got to keep that those limits those boundaries there otherwise i agree they'll just cross way over them i'm not just i'm not negating people but there's people that have not had a lot of boundaries probably in their life and they're not used to people saying okay you know it's kind of like a square you know we have to stay within this parameter and okay it's time to end our session or whatever it is right i think the supervision is good in this field because oh. we don't have it for one thing and you know this this kind of line of work is a little bit more loosey-goosey than what you know you've been doing as a psychotherapist so it is good to maybe offer something like supervision so people when they first get into this line of work they can say okay i kind of need help with you know some boundary things or no sometimes it can kind of get out of hand. So sometimes I know that maybe I've heard from other psychics that they might get irritated with the clients or uh, the clients could say things to the psychic that really are not very nice. I've heard it before. And what advice would you give to that? You know, there's some well, bad feelings. The advice would be just when you're in supervision, just if they are in supervision, to talk about mm-hmm. how did they feel? How did the psychic feel when that person got upset with them? And just deal with those feelings. Sure. I mean, you, you don't deal with those feelings. It's going to build up if you're irritated or right. With the, and uh, I think that your uh, that irritability, from what I've heard from other psychics, is that a lot of the clients maybe they don't believe them with the predictions, or um, they're very highly anxious. So then it can be very it can be draining, you know. And that's probably why maybe these psychics would need supervision from somebody because maybe maybe they're drained you know it's it's a great field but it also can be can be draining because you're dealing with other people's energies so it's well, kind of yeah well i was just gonna say you have to believe mm-hmm. in what you're saying to the person if they sure. doubt what you're saying I guess that's their issue you're channeling what you're getting from spirit and you have to believe what you're giving them and if they're you know in a sense poo-pooing it yeah. that's that's their issue you're, you're right. getting what you're getting from spirit, so you're channeling uh, your spirit guides and angel guides. So, well, if they're poo-pooing it, then maybe they're making it not happen too. That's another thing, or they're thinking negative about it. Yeah, the negativity and getting away. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, it's interesting uh, because I think we do need supervision in this field. You need to bounce things off, even if you are irritated or something. You've got to be able to express your feelings to somebody else supervision wise um you you can't do any kind of thing where you work with people you can't do it alone of course not right and it might not just be irritability it could be maybe somebody's overwhelmed or maybe um there's so many energies coming in that they feel it's just too much you know yeah yeah so it is good and that's why it's good to take care of yourself drink lots of water you know we're going to be talking about crystals too and aromatherapy i i talked about that during the show um i've talked about some essential oils but do you have chris any uh crystals that you wanted to talk about that help assist with stress and anxiety how can people use them and that sort of thing? Okay, these are mm-hmm. these are just some that I've used. I mean, other 
people may have their favorite crystals, but these are some of my, uh, I have others besides this, but my top one is amethyst. That can encourage with, help you to be less stressed out. It encourages tranquility and stability. It also aids in meditation. It helps with intuition and it can help um, like with headaches. There's other properties that it can enhance too. And selenite, which starts with an S. Uh, selenite helps with anxiety and it's sought out for its high vibrational powers, which means it, it energizes other crystals. So, you know, like when you put your crystals, you know, out in the moon or the sun or you cleanse them, that's exactly what selenite does to other crystals. It has a lot of vibration to it. And then green aventurine, it can dissolve negative emotions and thoughts. It has some other healing properties too, I for stress and that. And then citrine, it's often used uh, for its warm, like optimistic energy, which means like if you're kind of, if you're feeling stressed, I have a rough crystal that I like and I'll put it in my hand. You can wear any crystals around your neck too, like the polished ones. And that can help like if you have an upset stomach or you're just not feeling quite right. I think it helps with your joints too. It can help settle that energy. And then the last one that I, I was just talking to somebody about, it's called Shungite, S-H-U-N-G-I-T-E, black stone from Russia. From what I've read and what I was told, it has many healing properties, one of which is relieving stress and diminishing anxiety. But it's got a whole lot of other ones. You might, If you're interested in that one, I would look it up. Okay. Yeah, yeah that sounds interesting. And what would you recommend that people do with these crystals? Because I have a few I wanted to talk about, but would they put them by their bedside or could they wear them? Or what do you recommend they do with them? I put them by my bedside, but you can wear mm-hmm. them. You can make or buy a bracelet or make bracelets out of uh, the stones. You can also, um, my husband has an app. You can look at the stone and tell, tell whether it's a, like a real stone or not and what the stone is. Oh, interesting. Um, uh, what else? Make sure you cleanse your stones about, probably I think about once a month. And I also clean my uh, abalone bowl that I have in it. I, but what I, I just use running water, except you don't want to use uh, any of those rough stones. Like you don't want to put quartz. I don't think you're supposed to put that in water. Right. Some of them you can't. Uh, or that citrine, any of those. Mm-hmm. The polished stones you can. But I would recommend doing that once a month. The other thing is you really don't want to let other people touch your stones and sure. if they do I what I do is I just rinse them off under running water but right. they you could bury them in the ground for 24 hours yeah you that's interesting under the moon overnight put them out in the sun for a couple hours but then once again watch out for your amethyst or any of your crystal because it's it'll it's not good for it you can also put them in salt like rice bury it in rice for like overnight Oh, interesting. And, you know, the ones that you can't get wet, Mm -hmm. um, you could burn some sage and just have the smoke kind of go on it. So it is cleansing it in a different way, you know, with the smoke. The ones I wanted to talk about that assist with stress and anxiety, I have rose quartz and that helps calm emotions. It helps with healing and it brings love into your heart. And it also, yeah, it also dissolves anxiety. Yeah, it does. A moonstone is another one. It eases stress and it helps to balance you and it creates harmony. And then the next one I wanted to talk about is black tourmaline. Yeah, that helps to ground and it reduces overthinking. That's it. Kind of a black tourmaline. Yeah. Somebody, two people I know, they had it. This one person I know, he said he 
was using it because he was stressed out and all that, and it like crumbled in his hand because it must take what? all that energy. Like if you're really anxious. Oh my and goodness. Thing happened to them that like crumbled um, in their bowl. I don't know, coincidence. Wow. But maybe it just it takes on sucks in all that energy. Like if it's kind of like you're stressed out. I don't know. Well, it's possible. I mean, I don't think we realize how much power we do have. You know, our emotions and our energy is very powerful. And the stones have energy because they're from the earth. Sure. You know, if you- We have a segment each week. It's called Weekly Wisdom. And this week, somebody wrote into the show, and I just wondered if I could read it to you and I could give my advice and you could give your advice or and we can go from there Uh, you know weekly wisdom is a segment that we started implementing a couple weeks ago and i i got my first (laughs) write-in so uh, we're going to implement this every week and it's where um, i give my advice to a psychic dilemma and i give my intuitive impression on it and this week our dilemma comes from allison b and allison writes I recently got a dream job after several months of being laid off. I have been working at this company for two months. I have my 90-day review coming up. I'm so nervous that I could be let go that everything my boss says makes me nervous, even though she tells me I'm doing a good job. How do you see this job going? I don't know if you want to start first or I could give my psychic impression first. Why don't you go ahead? Okay. I sense, Allison, that you're going to keep this job. I feel like you're doing better than you actually think that you are. I actually see that you could stay here for at least five years and then you could decide whether you're going to go. I don't see them firing you, so you could definitely stay there past five years. But I do see in five years, you're going to make a decision whether you want to look for something else or continue to stay there. But I see that you're going to be doing a good job. I also see within those five years that you would get a promotion too and more money a few times they're going to be giving her a raise i feel like within about a year or two she's going to get a pay increase and i feel like her 90-day review will go well are you getting any impressions during the impression i'm getting is that i think she's doing a good job her boss has told her she's doing doing a good job you need to continue to positively about this because you know that there could be a self-fulfilling prophecy there if you think you're going to lose your job you may very well if that's right because the universe, you're putting out to the universe that you know you think you're you don't think you're doing a good job universe here's this stuff you need to turn that reframe that it'd be helpful to reframe that tell yourself that i'm doing a good job i'm planning on my review is going to go well i'm going to go far in this company what you might want to do is write this down that i am doing a good job my job is going to last me five years that kind of stuff positive stuff because it's really true in this world you know what you say to yourself it's a self-fulfilling prophecy if it's negative or positive so throw out to the universe positive thoughts and those will but do you see her keeping the job i'm just curious for a while, yes. Yeah. And she may get another job because she's done so well in this. So I do see her right. keeping this job and getting another promotion as this job, as she outgrows this job. You mean the current position? You see her maybe elevating in the company? Right. 
I do too. I, I think that she's doing better than she is thinking in her mind. I feel like she's doing a good job. Um, Joreen, I just wanted to thank you for coming to the show. Before we go, Psychic Joreen and I both pulled an Oracle card and I'll let Joreen go first. She pulled a card and I'll let her tell you about the card she pulled. So this is for everybody out there. It might not relate to everybody, but maybe it'll fit into somebody's situation. Okay, it's a Spirit uh, Messages Oracle card and it's from John Holland and I pulled the card. It says, find your center. And I'm not going to use his exact words, but in essence that um, your outside is a reflection of how you feel on the inside and it can manifest in what's going on with you at this time. So your outside manifests how you feel on the inside. If you're feeling like anxious and everything's so hectic, and I talked about this earlier, and that didn't come from his card. I, I got that when I was, you know, working as a psychotherapist. But my supervisor would ask me to take a look at your inside, you know, what's going on with you at the time, at this time, and just take some deep breaths. Tell yourself how you're feeling and then maybe, maybe write it down. That can help you, like, okay, I'm feeling anxious today. Then you can figure out what can I do about my anxiety or uh, I'm feeling really good today. Yeah, I'm going to have a really good day. I mean, you're looking at how you're inside. You want your outside to match how you feel on the inside. So you're not, you know, like you might be anxious, but you don't want people to know you're anxious. So you're not going to show it to them. You have to acknowledge what, what you're feeling on the inside. Anyway, that's my, the card I pulled with some of my own words to it. Oh, that was good. The Oracle card that I picked is from the Wisdom of Hidden Realms by Colette Buren-Reed. I'm not going to read it verbatim, but I'll just give you my psychic impression. I pulled the River Queen card, which is about going with the flow and letting things happen naturally. Don't hold on too tightly. Let nature take its course. Surrender and let things flow naturally. As long as you are not controlling things, things will flow into your life, but you need to allow it. Stop controlling the narrative. You will be surprised how far you will go and where life takes you if you just smile and have faith and flow with the gentle current of life. This will be an adventure for you and new things are coming and things you've never even thought could happen are going to happen and really hold on and don't let go and enjoy the ride. The longer you really hold on and enjoy the ride and let it just flow naturally, the more things are going to unfold. And it's just going to bring really great things into your life. So um, don't get stressed out about things and just let it happen. So that's the card I pulled. Yeah, that sounds like a good card. It kind of goes along with um, allowing what somebody says to you psychically. Um, yeah. Let that kind of get into your mind and um, think about it for a few days rather than trying to push it away. Right, or even overthinking it. Well, that's a good way to Don't end. overthink it. Right, exactly. It is. And I really appreciate you coming on the show today, Joreen. And if you want to look for Joreen, you can find her. Like I said, at psychicjoreenchristine.com. She's also on Bob Olson's Best Psychic Directory. Her name is Joreen Christine. And then she's also on Instagram at psychicjoreenchristine. Did you want to add anything else before we go? Any other last messages? or On my website, I do um, you know regular readings. Uh, private readings and the instant readings. So okay. On website and you'll see that. And then, like you said, I'm on Bob Olson's site doing instant readings. Right. And on your website, it'll say book now and you can book a private reading. And then I think at the footer of the website, it, I, I just clicked on it and it has Bob Olson's logo. So you click on his best psychic directory, then it goes to your listing and then you could get an instant reading from there. 
Yeah, it was fun doing this. I really enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. Oh, I enjoyed having you on the show. I hope you can come back again. We'll talk about another topic. And in the meantime, thank you so much, Jorine. You're welcome. I hope you have a nice day. All right, you too. Light and energy to you. Oh, yeah, light and energy. Blessings. Yes. Bye. All right, bye. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Electric Spirit Podcast with your host, psychic medium, Jamie Lynn. Find us on Instagram at Electric Spirit Podcast. Be sure to join us next time. Recharging your energy. Recharging your magic. Recharging your spirit. Until then, ciao.